2014, Jose M. Azaris established a boutique burger shop brand that would later expand into three locations across Alberta, Canada. Due to the high turnover rate in the hospitality industry, Jose was constantly taking on new highs. And when taking on new starts, they would take part in shadow training from day one to day seven when they would be considered self-sufficient and no longer needed guidance. However, Jose saw this conventional method of training as ineffective and recognized that many new starts were unhappy with it, but did it anyway because they wanted the job. So after leaving the venture behind, Jose set out to create a new business to change the way companies carry out training. Inspired by the immersive training that pilots go through, Jose decided to create Nidum, a company that produces immersive training programs for businesses across all industries. And in today's episode of Brains Bite Back, we're joined by Jose to discuss why he believes immersive training is a vital next step for businesses everywhere when taking on new hires, alongside what industries he sees benefiting the most from this new type of training. Additionally, Jose walks us through step-by-step how a user would use Nidham's training program and what the process looks like. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Disclosure, this episode contains a client of an Espacio portfolio company. So my name is uh, Jose Miguel Azares, and I'm the CEO and founder of Needham. And at Needham, we do immersive modules for uh, businesses so they can basically leapfrog their recruiting, onboarding, and training uh, processes. Excellent. Now, I'd be, inter- I'd be interested to know personally, like how Needham got started in the first place. Ah, good question. So basically it started with my previous venture. So before Needham, I created a restaurant brand in Alberta, Canada. Okay, so it's like a local boutique burger shop. So um, I started that in 2014, 2015. Basically, we grew the brand up to three locations. And in the process of basically opening more locations, you know, we needed to hire more people, right? We needed to hire staff. And as you know, in hospitality, we have a lot of turnover, right? So while I was actually doing that company and hiring people, I hired up to a thousand people, you know, through that venture. I realized that the way that we were recruiting, onboarding, and training people was pretty much the same. You know, it was basically just hiring someone through a job board, waiting them for them to come for the first day. And then after they they show up for their first day of work, basically we would just shadow train them. You know, we would just get some of our managers or myself, you know, to train them, you know, from day one all the way to day seven. And day seven is it was normally the day when they I felt they will self-proficient, right? So after going through a lot of that, I realized that, you know, that it could done, it could, it could be done better. It could done, like, I realized that a lot of the people that we hire were not happy with the way that they were being onboarding and trained. They were doing it because they needed the job, right? But they were not really happy. So after um, I moved on from that venture, I realized that there was an opportunity there. Okay. I realized why are we using technology for payroll? Why are we using technology for scheduling? Why are we using technology for all these different facets of HR? But we were not using technology for training. You know, I know there are LMSs, there are, you know, e-learning, all that, but those are very antiquated technologies. So that was the reason why I created Needle, because it came from a problem. It came from an, an experience that I had with my previous venture. So, and I had the, the pain, right? So I said, why not? You know, why can't I just go out there and come up with something that I know people would use, right? So I guess long story short, after that, I joined an incubator uh, by Singular University in Copenhagen and California. And that's basically how Nido got started. 
That's awesome. I, I love the fact that you created one venture, found a problem in that, exited it, and then start then like solved the other problem. Like that's a that's a fantastic startup story coming from one startup to another. Um so that's great to hear. But I'd love to know like how did the idea of immersive training come about? How did you see that as like the next step? You knew the current systems in place weren't working, and then what inspired you to use immersive training to solve this? Yeah, so basically what happened, it was uh, that incubator that I did, it was a three-month uh, long process uh, uh, program. So in between, there was a break. So in that break, I actually went back. I didn't, I didn't have the idea about immersive training, but I was doing some customer discovery. And after talking to some people, you know, I realized that they, they were all using LMSs. They were all using PDS. They were all using videos, uh, shadowing training, and they were, but they were all not happy with it you know they were doing it because it was the only thing available but one thing that i got from all the people that i talked they were saying that their existing staff like the new generation were not paying attention to those mediums they were they didn't really care it was more like a checklist kind of um, a tool that they were using so when i when i heard that when i heard that common denominator amongst all the business owners that i talked to then I started thinking, okay, which profession is out there like has done really well in training? And then I, I thought about pilots, you know? I said, okay, you know, when you get onto a plane, you never question the pilot. You never question the pilot. You always believe them, you know, blind, you know, that they're going to get you from point A to point B, right? So I said, okay, so if they can, if pilots can actually get to that point, you know, to that train, uh, training point, to that self-proficiency point, you know, so I said, okay, let me look into how they get trained. And it was easy for me to find out, well, everybody knows that they use simulators, right? So at that point, okay, perfect. Okay, so like why that technique has not been used across all the different professions, you know, like uh, especially the ones that are hands-on, you know, like uh, pilots. And the, 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 the answer was pretty simple, you know, it's money. You know, simulators were very, very expensive, you know, are very expensive. So that's the reason why never actually, no one actually dared to create a simulator for any profession out there. But nowadays, because of the technology, because of the internet, because of the different variables that we have in this new world, you know, creating a simulator on your phone, on your computer has become very, very accessible. And that's basically how we came up with the immersive training, immersive, like immersive modules. So we're just basically creating a simulator for every profession out there. So that's how we chose immersive training to as our new way to to train people awesome excellent well i've known about pilots like undergoing this immersive training for a while and i believe you previously stated or advocated at least that hospital staff would highly benefit from this type of training too i'd be curious to know like outside of these two what are some other industries that you believe would benefit from this type of training honestly any profession out there but i'm going to mention a couple so you know because i think everything is going to come down to where are the biggest pain point okay so retail could be another great uh, uh, industry that can benefit uh, uh, with immersive training you know retail has more or less the same uh, turnover the same training issues that a uh, hospitality has and retail you know they have to deal with people you know they have to be client facing all the time so by creating simulators you know retailers can avoid the conflicts or the issues that they have with clients you know why making mistakes with the client you know, in real life when you can actually mimic the real life and get retail uh, employees to train on their own or to train the simulators before they actually get to the real uh, scenario right 
So retail is one that uh, comes to um, comes to mind right away, and also because we have clients in that industry. The next one is construction. Okay, construction. You know, like uh, the way the way it works in construction is that you have to before you get any workers on site, you have to basically orientate them. You know, you need to mobilize them. You need to basically give them a like an orientation a, a session in which you expose them to the site, to all the safety hazards, to everything that is happening on site, right? So why doing that in real life? Why bringing workers to site and having to having them to basically sit in a trailer or watch a video when they can actually get immersed in, on site and see the real thing before they can actually get their hands on tools? So those are the two that come to mine right after hospitality. And the other reason is because we have, again, we have clients in those industries. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. And if you are, make sure you subscribe and never miss an episode. You can find us on all your usual podcast sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and a whole lot more, including YouTube. And we want to hear what you think. So be sure to leave us a review. Just search Brains Bite Back wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, I definitely think construction uh, could really benefit from this. That I can see that very clearly in my mind's eye that how that would uh, play out. But I would love to know with more detail, like, could you walk us through step by step how a user would use your training program and what the process might look like? Uh, for a, one industry or in general? Maybe let's go in general first. And then mm-hmm. if you could talk about one industry, let's talk about um, since we're on a construction. Yeah. So in general, the way it works is that Companies do have training uh, programs, you know, they do have training processes, whether they have PDS, whether they have videos, whether they have uh, e-learning, you know, they do have something in place. So the way it works is that we take their existing content, you know, whether those are PDFs, PowerPoints, videos, you know, and we put an immersive layer to it. So what we do, we go with a, 360 degree camera onto their workplace and we capture or we digitalize their space. And what we do, we start superposing the existing content that they have and that uh, those 360 degree photos. And that's how we come up with uh, the modules themselves. And what we also do, we try to leverage every content that they have out there. What we're finding right now with companies that is that they have content in their website, they have content in their social media, they have content in YouTube, like they have content scattered across all those these different platforms, right? But the training programs are not leveraging all that content. So what we do with the modules, one, one process is that we actually identify all the content that is out there that can be basically consolidated in these modules. And that's how we come up with these uh, modules themselves in a general point of view. Awesome. Excellent. I suppose in that case, there's, there has to be a lot of creativity involved. It sounds like you're being, you have to get incredibly creative when it comes to creating these. I mean, is it something you folks and your team do in a silo or is it very much something that you work very closely with uh, your clients to, in order to create these? Uh, good question. Yes, it is actually very, it needs to be very creative. It needs to be very, uh, it needs to be a very collaborative um process so what we do we do before we do the modules is that we created a a mock-up our storyboard so think it as a movie you know before you shoot the movie you have to have a script you have to have a storyboard right so that's what we do 
before we actually do the modules, we create a storyboard with um, a storyboard for the module with the client. So it takes four to six weeks. You know, the process takes approximately four to six weeks for us to do that storyboard with the client. So what we do, we meet with the client once a week and we tell them, okay, you know what? Given your content, given your pain, given what you want to achieve with this immersive module, this is what we're proposing. And then in that weekly session, we go back and forth. We get ideas from them. You know, we tell them, okay, we need this kind of content. You know, we need this. And basically that process goes back and forth, you know, for about four weeks. And then after the, the, the fourth week or the fourth session is when we have a finalized storyboard. Basically, um, a full storyboard that has all the content, all the scripts, everything. And at that point, what we do, we actually go into the workplace with the 360-degree cameras that I mentioned to you about. And then the last two weeks where we created, a, we're doing, we go into the module development with our module creators. Awesome. Well, I can definitely understand why this training maybe has such a, a lasting effect on those that take it or why I would expect it to be more successful, because it sounds like so much work goes into this. And it's not just a case of like someone producing a PDF and you've got to read it, but it really is a case of, I suppose immersive is absolutely the right word for this. This sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like they say, you know, like uh, garbage in, garbage out. So it, it all comes down to the effort that you put into the module uh, development process. If the company they put enough time, and they put genuine effort into the storyboard creation, then they're going to get a module that is going to be so useful, you know? So technology will not solve people's uh, problems. Like, and I'm talking about immersive modules. It's basically the approach that they take towards to that technology. That's what is going to basically help them. That definitely sounds like on point. And I, I would love to know, like, just out of curiosity, my own curiosity more than anything, where did the name Nidham come from? Oh, Nidum means nest in Latin, okay? So okay. the reason why we call it nest is because we know we're creating training modules, you know, for people to, to train, right? I, um, especially for hospitality, retail. And what we find in those industries, even construction is that there's a lot of green, green workers, you know, workers that do not have any experience. So the whole idea of Nidum is that we're bringing people that do not have the experience and that we can actually expose them so they can just get trained, trained, trained. So they can basically eventually can train on their own, uh, fly on their own. Okay. So that's the whole idea behind it. That's cool. Well, uh, I can certainly say that now I've learned a new word in Latin. So thank you for that. Um, and I would love to know finally, uh, what's on the horizon for you folks? What's next? What's your next priority that you folks are working on? Well, next is that we're working on a drag and drop platform. Okay, we know creating modules nowadays is very time consuming. You know, we have streamlined the process. We're working really well with our existing clients. They're doing more modules. You know, we're working with a big, a well-known brands. But we also have learned that they want to do their own modules, right? They don't want to, they eventually, they don't want to go through us, right? Like, so the idea is that we can basically create the MailChimp of immersive training. You know, right now we're doing the modules with them. You know, we're going back and forth, we're guiding them, but we know we have enough IP right now. We have enough uh, knowledge right now that we're creating a drag and drop platform. So companies can actually just log in into their platform and create their own immersive modules on their own. What we'll do, we'll give them templates. You know, we learn enough that we know what kind of modules, you know, 
companies in the hospitality industry can create. Okay. And the technology, the immersive train, the immersive technology is growing so fast that we know that in a matter of two or three years, uh, I'll say two years, people will be able to actually take 360 uh, shots with their phone. You know, right now you can even take panorama shots with uh, your iPhone, right? So we know that in two years, like the technology, the immersive technology is gonna get there. You know, the internet is gonna be so fast that it's gonna be so easy to create these modules. And finally, and the most important piece is that immersive training will become a bit of a de facto standard. Right now, not many people know about immersive training. So even if we create a drag and drop platform or we tell them, okay, you know, there's a drag and drop platform for you to do modules, immersive modules, they will have no idea what it is. They will have no idea how to use it. So we have to basically just like crawl before we walk, basically. So we're just waiting. We're developing this platform right now because we know that in the next two years, the immersive technology, the internet, the, the speed of the internet and the knowledge about immersive training will be there and people will be able to actually do their own modules. So that's what's next for us. Fantastic. Well, I can honestly say that the more people that are able to train through this method, the better, because certainly no one wants uh, those boring or death by PowerPoints or any any kind of learning process, which is like that. Um, you, of course, of all people know that considering you experienced it firsthand from people <laughs> complaining about the old process. So I'm I'm really happy to hear about the progress that you folks are making. And I suppose if anyone is listening and they want to learn more about the work you're doing or keep up with you folks, uh, what is the best way for them to do that? Uh, the best way will be to go to our website, needham.buzz, and there's a, um, a book demo uh, button there, or they can send me a direct email to my email, which is jose at needham.buzz. So that's J-O-S-E at needham.buzz, B-U-Z-Z. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, I, I do sincerely wish you the best of luck with everything you're doing. And thank you again, Jose, for joining me today. Thanks a lot. Growing a company has many hurdles, from securing funding to expanding your business capabilities to ranking better on search. Each business challenge is uniquely complex. The solution to these challenges is growth-focused digital PR and marketing, and that's where our sponsor Publicize comes in. Publicize sets itself apart from traditional PR companies. It does not charge large retainers or churns out press releases whether you've got a newsworthy announcement or not. Publicize builds on your business's online presence and gets high quality PR and media coverage for startups and entrepreneurs who are priced out of a broken PR industry. And for a limited time only, exclusive to Brains Bite Back listeners, you can receive a social media assessment as part of your package for any tier of service at no extra charge with this special promotion. To find out more, visit publicize.co slash BBB. That's publicize.co slash BBB. This is the end of today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this and you want to hear more episodes just like it, then follow and subscribe to Brains Bite Back wherever you get your podcasts. We're also available on YouTube under the channel of our publication, The Sociable. Just search Brains Bite Back and you'll find all of our episodes there. We really love hearing what you have to say. So leave us a review on iTunes or on any other podcasting platform to let us know what you think. You can also reach out on Twitter at, at The Sociable. 
And finally, go to sociable.co where you can find all our episodes and plenty of articles on topics just like this. Thanks again for joining us. And until next time, stay safe and stay healthy. Stay healthy.